This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind. Working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen. Please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me when I got to work? I feel sorry for me. <laughs> exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, yeah. Fun, sun, and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States and around the world. It's the RP Show. For those that are watching on TV. That view you just saw is what I'm looking at right now. Unfortunately, you're looking at me live from the Beach House Pompano, Pompano Beach, Florida. The Stanley Cup. It's an off day. Game number three will go Thursday night. And it's a very big Stanley Cup playoff hockey show today. Bill Lindsay will be with us, one of the all-time great Florida Panthers. He is their current radio analyst, and he is from the NHL Network. He'll be with us in Hour 2. The Golden Girls, Serena Taylor, our popular hockey analyst, later on in Hour 1. And to kick off the CFL season, our good friend uh, Dave Naylor from the CFL on TSN will be with us later on here in Hour 1. Joining us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle is Darren Moose DuPont. And Moose, before we only got you for the first segment. It's a quick time, not a long time. It's a good time, but I need your help. I need your help because this morning I spoke to a grade nine class by name, Sheldon Williams Collegiate in Regina, and it was about substance abuse prevention because the number one weapon against addiction is prevention. If you don't start, you can't get addicted. And when it was done, the kids said, uh, we opened it up for questions. They said, who's the most famous person you ever interviewed? And I said, John Candy. How about that, kids? John Candy. (laughs) No. No clue. Darren, I talked with Joe Lazito. I know. About me. I'm not vintage. I'm out of touch. What would have what would have impressed a grade nine student that I could have said that I'd interviewed? Like I don't even know what it would but would impress these kids these days. Justin Bieber, maybe. Taylor uh-huh. Swift. That's the thing. I haven't interviewed any of them. <laughs> so, Wasn't John Candy. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, thank God, uh, we are the uh, preferred television show of the 55-plus demographic. I'm sure they're all very impressed today that Rod interviewed John Candy. But anybody under the age of 45? No clue. Anyways, that's the guest list. And can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And let's rock and roll. We're going to open up with baseball. Kevin Gosman's strong seven-inning outing Tuesday night came at the perfect time for the Blue Jays in their overworked bullpen. He tied a career high with 13 strikeouts and a 5-1 win over the visiting Houston Astros. But the biggest news coming out of Jaysville Tuesday was that they've demoted struggling righty Alec Manoa to the Florida Complex League on Tuesday. The move comes a day after the 2022 All-Star and Cy Young finalist couldn't get out of the first inning 
against the Houston Astros in that 11-4 bombing on Monday night. The Florida Complex League. Nobody's ever heard of it, but I think it's where they send players that have a complex because clearly Alec Manoa has one. And Darren, point two, the, before we get to the hockey, uh, the merger between the PGA and Saudi Arabia's live tours has shocked the golf world. Canadian golfer Mackenzie Hughes says he found out about the merger on social media the day before the RBC Canadian Open tees off. The Saudi-backed tour kicked off last year, as we know, the same weekend as the Canadian Open, meaning some golfers ditched the tournament for their new employers. Now, you have some intel on this. We're not just hockey and football. Uh, as much as you can say, I think you can say something. They're off from the golf people. This is insane. It's really insane. You know, when the news came down yesterday, everybody found out at the same time. It's crazy. Like, even organizers and sponsors and key stakeholders in golf, and especially at the Canadian Open in, in, uh, uh, out in Ontario, they found out just 10 minutes prior to it getting released, the press, the press release. You know, that caused the players that are sitting here in Canada at the RBC Canadian Open to have an emergency meeting yesterday afternoon at the golf course at 4 o'clock uh, Eastern. Um, that led to Rory McIlroy having a press conference this morning. Um, I believe that was around 9.30 Eastern, in which he took questions. He wanted to clarify that this isn't a merger between the PGA Tour and Live. It's the PGA Tour, the DV Tour, and this PIF, which is the fund. Um, and he's kind of, you know, I appreciated Rory for being real. You know, I thought he was real. And he just said, look, like, as much as it sucks, that money's going to find its way into golf anyways. So he's, I've kind of conceded to the fact that the money's going to be here. So we might as well at least have some control as to how it gets spent. So it feels like the PGA Tour players, or at least Rory, a little bit defeated. And now, you know, when you can't beat them, you got to accept it. And I feel like they're kind of getting there. Sure, well, Rory had a lot to say for himself. He threw a lot of dung at the guys that went to the Live Tour. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah. And, hey, good for him for being real, because being real doesn't make you a lot of friends. But, hey, I got enough friends, and maybe Rory's got enough friends. I don't know. Point three, Probably. expect the Casilla Center to be rocking tonight when the Miami Heat play their first home game of the NBA Finals against the Denver Nuggets with the best-of-seven series tied 1-1. The Heat, who beat the Celtics in Boston May 29th to win the Eastern Conference Final in seven, played the first two games of the NBA Finals in Denver, of course, earning the split. So it should be fun tonight, but it's a late start, 8.30 Eastern. I won't be there. I, we got to talk hockey. That's what everybody came here for today. The NHL playoffs resume Thursday night here in South Florida, and the host Panthers will look to become just the sixth team in NHL history to erase a 2-0 deficit and win the Stanley Cup final. Vegas Golden Knights have won the first two games of the series, 5-2 and 7-2. Game three will mark the Panthers' first Stanley Cup final home game since 1996. There is a lot of talk about it. I can't wait. I'm so excited to be there. I've been telling my friends. I've been waiting my whole life to be at a Stanley Cup final game, and it's going to happen Thursday night, so I can't wait. And I'm, a, I'm not sure that I'm non-biased. I'm not sure Serena's non-biased. She has her take, and you can't wait to hear that, on where this series has been and where it's going. All I know is I can't wait to be there. I, I don't know. There's a lot of firsts. How much talk is it generating up there? You're in Canada. You're watching... TSN Sportsnet and talking to uh, Joe Sixpack on the street or Jane Sixpack on the street. 
How much are they talking about the Stanley Cup final in Canada? A little bit. I wouldn't say it's a ton, um, but a little bit. They're absolutely talking about it. And I think the big thing that I'm hearing about in the conversations I'm having with people is, you know, what's happened to Florida and, and are the Panthers out of gas? You know, they've ran into, you know, a conceivable brick wall in the uh, uh, Vegas Golden Knights, their goaltender, Aiden Hill, and, and that group. Uh, that's kind of the conversation here is, you know, people are writing the Panthers off. They're finished. Down 0-2. Mm. You know, they've had the long break. They can't recover. So that's, that's kind of the feeling here, at least uh, where I am at, and I would say that probably pretty uh, reflective of Canada. So we'll see if uh, the Panthers can change the narrative tomorrow. Well, everybody knows that it's going on, uh, the first two in Canada, and certainly here because the Panthers are in it, but the first two games have been blowouts, and I don't want to steal any of the thunder of what Serena has to say, nor her dad, Phil, who's got some interesting takes on this Stanley Cup final. So that's coming up next segment. But I, they don't look like the same team. Um, it's, the again, the highest-scoring Stanley Cup final since 1982. That's coming from the game notes. But... Who cares about that? It's big, Vegas is scoring all the goals. This isn't something to brag about. The most interesting thing that I've seen in the last 24 hours is that they're charging $100 for parking for the game. And if you want a preferred spot in lots B or C, it's $125 per game. Thank God. You want to know why I support the Panthers so much? I got the passes. I got... The parking pad. I don't have to pay this stuff. The poor fans. The poor fans. And the other thing that I don't understand is, and I'll never understand this, our good friends here that are Panthers season ticket holders aren't even going to the games. They got to work or they can't afford them. Who are the people that are filling the rinks and the arenas in the NBA when we get this deep into the season? Where were you all year? Do the rich people just show up for the league finals? I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> I know. I feel like it is, and this is the time for the celebrities to come out. You know, if you're only going to go to a few games, you got to go here. So, like, you know, we've seen the Brooks Kepkas at the Panther games. We've seen Jeannie Bouchard. You know, this is when the stars come out, right? So they'll scoop up all these tickets oh and God. make sure, you know, they're seen and heard at the big games. I'm so and, glad to hear you, know, you say that. That's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. You know? But you say prices. I saw on social media, now this might not be a Stanley Cup final thing, but in game two... In Vegas, somebody posted a picture of their cocktail. I think they had a margarita and said it was $44 for a margarita at T-Mobile Arena. I mean, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. People wonder why I don't drink. They didn't even know who Paulina Gretzky was, these kids yeah. from Sheldon Williams. So John Candy uh, was almost... You know, it was a lead. It went over like a lead fart. So I said, well, "How about Paulina Gretzky?" I shared an elevator ride with Paulina Gretzky this winter at a Panthers game. No clue. Right over their heads. Even the teacher, Sean Dufour, who brought me in to speak to the kids this morning, and this was via Zoom. He goes, "Ah, uh, she's married to Dustin Johnson." Kids. The referee. What the hell do you want? Yeah, the referee. That was the. That was the connection. Wow. He said, would you come speak to my grade nine health class about substance abuse and me mental health? And I'm like, yeah. They didn't even know who Paulina Gretzky was. I'm starting to wonder what the hell would have impressed them. I have no idea. Maybe I need to start watching Marvel comics or movies. Anyways, to the poll question today for Key Auto Group. 
producer Clark came up with this one. Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area. Cars, trucks, SUVs, your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. The question is, where will Patrick Waugh be coaching next year? Your options are the Calgary Flames, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Quebec Rampart, the team with which he just won a Memorial Cup, or other. To be perfectly frank, I voted for other. Because I have no idea. Did you cast a vote in the Key Auto Group poll, Darren? Where will Patrick Watt be I haven't. I will, in the, I will in the break. I'm going to put a vote for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, look, I... The, the odds will say that Sheldon Keefe's going to stay in Toronto and Brad Tree Living's not going to get rid of him. That's been Tree Living's track record, to stick with the coach, let him see it for a year or two, and then move on. But, you know, I don't think Patrick was going to Calgary. Um, I don't. I think, you know, Mitch loves a better fit there. I think that's the smart play for the, for the Flames. Um, and he's already said he's not going to the Remparts. You, you told us, you know, that Simone Gagne's in line to be the coach in Quebec. And so I don't know that Patrick was just going to leave to do nothing. So I think um, if Toronto opens up, I think Patrick Waugh would be a decent candidate to coach the young kids there. I'm just checking in with the comments, and they're great, as always. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Hang on. Ohm, he says, sounds like you need a Spider-Man or Batman outfit for the kids, Rod. <laughs> Janet, the Four Seasons, says uh, the kids just play video games and YouTube. I don't get it. I don't know. A good friend of mine, a real estate guy by the name of Rob Peterson, told me one time his kid came running out of his bedroom with his iPad. He's like, Dad, 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 this is your buddy. He had his iPad on YouTube, and it was my, it was my face, one of the videos. So that's where you need to find him, I guess. From WQEE Rock, Ryan O Radio says, what are they teaching these kids these days? LOL. I know. I, I don't know what would have impressed them. And at this point, I don't even care. Um, CFL game notes. This is all the time we have left for in this segment. Might be the only time we talk CFL today. It's in my commentary today. You might want to go read it at rodpeterson.com. Right now it's running, plus on Sask Radio. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers had the oldest team. In the CFL, as we enter week one of this season, the season kickoff, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the second oldest team. The youngest team are Chris Jones, Edmonton Elks. That should surprise nobody. If Bo Levi Mitchell, my good friend, wins 10 games this year, Darren, he'll hit 100 wins, and he'll be the second youngest to do it behind... Guess who's the youngest player to reach 100 career wins in the Canadian... Who'd you say? Doug Flutie. Ron Lancaster, the little general. Whoa. You think those grade nine kids know him? He did it at the age 33 years and 10 days. Ron Lancaster. So, yes. You mean like the bar? In that 55. Lancasters? <laughs> yeah, who's he? Listen. I'm old, and I didn't even watch Lancaster play. Still got the record, baby. He must have wow. been something. So those are some of the game notes as we kick off. And Calgary and BC have never kicked off a CFL season 
since 1967. It's the first time since 1967. Calgary and BC are meeting in the CFL lid lifter. How about that? Do we have a Ron? That's cool. A Rick Regan for that? Not a Ronald Regan. A Rick Regan for that? How about that? Guess not. Football fans, Woody's RV World presents the summer football road trip presented by the RP Show in Engelheim. Tickets are available now at rodpeterson.com. Trip includes charter transportation from Engelheim, Regina to Calgary and back June 23rd to the 25th. Two-night accommodations at our host hotel in Calgary, Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, with complimentary breakfasts, pre- and post-game parties hosted by me, and a ticket to Calgary and Saskatchewan that night at McMahon Stadium June 24th. And now Woody's would like you to bring a friend or a loved one on them. Purchase an RV at Woody's, and if you buy a ticket to join us on the football road trip, they'll buy your other on a BOGO. Bring your best bud, your kid, your grandma, your partner, whatever you want. And we'll see you at McMahon. Time's running out. Deadline's approaching. Moose, it's the end of our time. Any last words from you? Have a lot of fun. Enjoy. And, uh, man, I can't wait till tomorrow uh, to get back to the cup finals and see what the Panthers can do. Thanks for all of your help, Moose, and have a great day. We'll chat later. You too. Our hockey analyst, Serena Taylor, is in next. We're live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida, our second home. And on the way, Dave Naylor from the CFL on TSN and Panthers great Bill Lindsay will be joining us live right here. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network. We are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE Radio, podcast and streaming. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Very special day, live from our Florida home, the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida, the home of Lamar Jackson. 
Day before Game 3 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And just ahead of our next guest, hockey analyst Serena Taylor, the Golden Girl, from our text line, 902-518-3033. The text line is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You can bring her on. Um, Rick Sawatsky is watching in Martinsville regarding uh, Patrick Waugh going to the Leafs. He says, Roah and Shanahan working together. All I can see is Shani tackling Roah in the playoffs. Get some thoughts on that. And Jim Wagner watching in Balgoni regarding me speaking to the kids, Sheldon Williams School today, and they didn't get any of my references. He says, I'll take vintage any day. Youngsters, good grief. He says, I'm not in the 55-plus group yet, but I'm getting up there. We get you and love you, Roddy. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. At least somebody gets me. I sit here and go, why, why would you ask me to come here if you have no idea what I'm talking about? Well, you get that. I get that every day. I never know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Patrick Wall. Can we start there before we get yeah. to the Stanley Cup final? What uh, you watched the Memorial Cup with me? He did a great job. He always does a great job. Where do you think this Patrick Wall thing's going to end? I doubt it'll end in Toronto. Yeah. I doubt that you're going to have a true hab like Patrick Wall coach the Leafs. Serge Savard went, went and worked, but no, was it Serge Savard? No, Ken Dryden. My bad. Ken Dryden went and did it, which shocked me. Having said that, Patrick Waugh is actually French. I'd have a hard time believing he goes and works for the Leafs. Well, I asked you the other day if you would hire Patrick Waugh. And within a second, I, absolutely. So what do you think the deal is on him that he's not in the NHL? Yet, anyways, as of today. You know, I'm not really sure. I mean, he's definitely proven his worth in junior hockey. I'm not really sure. Maybe he just doesn't want to. Has anybody thought about that being an option? Maybe he doesn't want to. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I've been speaking to the Roa camp. What I read is very interesting to me that Greg Drennan would take vacation during the Memorial Cup. But whatever. The number one reporter and blogger in junior hockey. But Roa said in Kamloops last week he's stepping down and handing the reins to Simone Gagne. Unless he's done, Serena, but I don't think he's done. That's what I don't understand. Well, I think the thing with him is he's not a drama guy. No. So you're never really going to get probably a straight up, this is what I'm doing, this is what I want to do. He keeps it out of the spotlight. So I would suspect that he's just keeping it under wraps. He might already have something lined up. He probably does. Uh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, I think Roa is staying put in quebec but that's just my humble opinion um leanne says you think he still wants to keep riding the buses that would be dedication there's a lot of guys like that kevin kaminsky james patrick a lot of john paddock so yeah i i guess we'll find out but nobody really seems to know dale in winnipeg says not all the kids are on the video games my son jack doesn't have a game system he does have two jeeps a camper in the woods it's what we teach. And here we go to the Stanley Cup final. Ted in Red Deer says, Serena and Rod, after watching Jack Eichel for an extended time, he's better than I thought. I think he's a top 10 player for sure. Not sure about top five. Thoughts? It's funny because I just looked at you yesterday and said, why is everybody talking about how great Jack Eichel's been in the playoffs? And I had the same conversation with my dad this morning because I personally feel like Marchessault so is the reason that they're where they're at right now, not Jack Eichel. But everything is always focused on Jack Eichel. This it's like it's like society has to prove why Jack Eichel was the winner or why Vegas was the winner of that trade. It makes no sense to me. 
he's not the best player on the team. Yes, he's talented. I've never disputed that. But he's lazy and unmotivated. He just knows where Marcheseau is going to be all the time. He puts the puck where he needs to put it. He's doing a great job of that. But I don't think he's as great as everybody thinks he is. Skilled, yes. I yeah. mean, I was watching a game. I think I've, I've said this on the air before, but I'll say it again. Ted, you might have been watching. You might not have. But... I was watching a game in the Saddle Dome in the press box this winter with Perry Shockey was right beside me, the longtime junior coach and NHL scout. And Eichel stick handled through the entire Flames team. Not that that's not impressive because everybody does that to the Flames. But he came out to the blue line and backhanded the puck so hard we couldn't even see it. He didn't score, but we were like, whoa. But it's not a skills competition. Is this, I guess, is this going to end with Eichel getting a Stanley Cup, though? Uh, probably. I mean, I said the same thing about Patrick Kane. He's skilled, but is he really that great of a team player? That's why Jonathan Taves was always the captain and Kane never was. That's the difference right there. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, writes in and says, Eichel is very skilled. That's the thing. And I, I don't want to sit here and bash Jack Eichel. But gosh knows he's had enough of that over his career, particularly going back to Buffalo. I guess maybe Serena, was he the missing piece? for Vegas. No. Like, we're not saying he's a bad player. No, I don't think he was the missing piece. I think Vegas is getting it done without him regardless. I just think that they have such a strong team overall that that's mm -hmm. why everything's good. I mean, Eichel's not hurting them. So if a guy's not hurting you in the playoffs, I'd say that's a pretty good thing. Unlike his counterpart, who is hurting his Matthew team. Matthew Kachuk. Absolutely. So when Kachuk <laughs> folded up Eichel the other night in game two, and you and I watched it. You let out a very sinister laugh. <laughs> yeah, I always love me a good hockey hit. There was nothing wrong with that hit. Kachuk was in the right place at the right time. But how does Eichel cut across center ice like that? This is what you learn when you're five years old. And he cut right across center. I'm like, well, what did you expect to have happen? And after the game, he did say that. He goes, yeah. I put myself in position to be hit like that. Correct. He didn't cry so, about it. He didn't cry foul. No. Like, no, he's... He took it like a man. Uh, from Randy in the peg, says maybe top 50 for Jack Eichel. Leanne says people just want to legitimize why he was drafted number two behind McDavid. Hey, look, he, it looks like within a couple weeks or a week, he's going to have more Stanley Cups than Connor McDavid. So it doesn't, nobody don't need to legitimize anything. I can see why he went that high. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. At the time, it was like, it's just like next year's draft is going to be. You all know who's going number one, and then it's like, what's going to happen in the top five after that? We all know. Allie in Texarkana says, hey, Serena, potentially your biggest fan. Certainly in Texarkana, she's your biggest fan. It's probably my only fan. <laughs> Stacy. Champagne watching at World uh, Access World Headquarters. Stacy says Phil Kessel is unthawing the hot dogs for the Cup Selly. <laughs> Again, he hasn't played. He's had the best seat, but I just feel like Vegas was ready for this. And just to get serious for a second, we got to quote your dad, Phil. And Serena will be back later an hour too. Just so you know. Uh, following up Bill Lindsay, but he said this has been the most boring Stanley Cup final. Maybe you should encapsulate to the viewers what he said, not me. You talk to him. Well, he said he feels this is the most boring Stanley Cup final that in years, probably ever. 
And I think a lot of it is mostly because, and he even said, he said this, and I agreed with him. We had this full conversation. You've got the weakest team out of the East that was in the playoffs playing probably the strongest team from the West. You're not going to get a humdinger of a Stanley Cup final. Like, like my dad said, it's like a bunch of grown men playing little boys right now. It's just Florida is not a talented hockey team. They're not. They got here by fluke. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They're not the best team in the East, not even close. They beat some solid teams, but the fact that they got here, they kind of fluked it out. They just, they're, they're not ready. They're never going to be ready. Vegas is manhandling them. Well, you didn't hear it earlier, but Darren was on. I said, what's the buzz in Canada? And he said that Florida's run out of gas. Um, it, did you use my term? The clock struck midnight on this Cinderella team. It all kind of looks like that. Like, do you expect they win a game the rest of the way? Well, and that's that's an interesting because if you if somebody was to come from the outside and look at this series, you would say Florida would never win a game. However, you can never count these guys out. They didn't. They're not the best team yet. They still scraped into the playoffs. They still scraped past Boston in Game Seven of overtime. They scraped past the Leafs. They're capable of winning, but if Vegas stays the way they're playing, forget it. Now, I don't think there's any need to hide this. We talked about the uh, Florida Panthers fans being upset at officiating. <laughs> you got to take yeah. on. That. When I woke up and saw Panthers fans were upset with officiating, I mean, Rod just showed me something on his phone and I held my hand up like I literally had no words. And I'm like, you got where you are because of the officiating. And now you're complaining about the officiating? First of all, stay out of the crease. If you don't want the other team's goaltender to hack at you, get out of his crease. That's gonna happen anywhere. Secondly, stop taking dumb penalties after the play. How do you have a guy that wears a letter get three 10-minute misconducts in the first two games of the Stanley Cup Final? A leader, he is not. But they weren't complaining uh, what the hand pass against Boston in Game 5. Right. They weren't complaining the Leafs disallowed goal in Game 5. Exactly. This is what you're saying. Well, here's the problem. They actually don't generally speaking the average public here doesn't know the rules enough to know one way or another in fact my chiropractor said to me yesterday he goes i have a question about the rules he goes i don't know anything about hockey but i know the basics so my question is this why do they call some cross-checking penalties and some not and i said what a valid question because we don't even know the answer but he's like, I don't pretend to know anything about the sport. The problem is you have people here that don't know anything about the sport that think they do. If you've never played the game or you've never coached it, you don't, it's just different. You don't have any idea. It's like somebody telling me that they know what it's like to be a runner if they've never run a marathon. Well, I ran a half. No, bro, it ain't the same. John Ohm. Ohm says, let's wait for game three till we say it's the worst NHL finals ever. Ask me Thursday. That's why it's going to be so exciting to be in the building because, listen, 5-2 and 7-2, it has been the most boring final. Like, it's not, it's one thing to be sweep, but close games, these aren't even close games. Because the teams aren't close. There's no, let's be honest, Florida is not, has no business being in the final. Yeah, and uh, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, says, and clear the front of the net so Bob can see. I don't care who you are. 
you can't stop what you can't see. The conversation we had, and I think I said it on this show, I'm going to be like Don Cherry, roll it back. Before the Stanley Cup final started, I said, Marcheseau and Mark Stone are going to get in front of the net, and Bobrovsky's not going to be able to stop it. The first goal, Marcheseau was in front of the net. He's got three goals, or whatever he's got, from being in front of the net. Or... Guys were screening Bobrovsky. That's the difference. Bobrovsky never faced that against Carolina. Carolina rolled over. That's why Florida can't handle it. They're just not strong enough. Corey in Tallahassee, Florida, watching from the Hockey Club podcast, says she's spot on again. Stop. She, you're going to get her head. You're going to pump her head too big. We've already had to widen the door frame at our house when that thing comes through the door. This thing? <laughs> Thank you, Corey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll let you go, and you'll be back in hour two. I will. Now i got to follow up Bill Lindsay. Yes, exactly. Guys, stick around. He's the best. Bill Lindsay coming up in hour two. Florida Panthers, great current NHL network analyst. Dave Naylor from the CFL on TSN. When we return in the week one kickoff in the Canadian Football League. We're live from the Pompano Beach House, Pompano Beach, Florida, on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and Streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Day between games. Here in South Florida, but Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final goes uh, Thursday night at FLA Live Arena. We're pausing the hockey discussion to talk a little football because, let's be honest, it's Christmas for CFL fans. It's week one. Dave Naylor joins us from the CFL on TSN. Uh, Thursday night, it all gets going. BC line to the Calgary Stampeders. And, David, thanks. It's been far too long. Let me ask you this, man. What are the biggest storylines here in week one that you've identified? Well, I, I, I got to think that Hamilton at Winnipeg, you know, given the history of those two teams meeting in two of the last three great cups, Winnipeg losing, you know, in the dying seconds from going three in a row and Hamilton retooling for a season in which they will host the great cup in which they have landed Bo Levi Mitchell built around him and hope to be hosting the great cup this time on their home field in November. That's the most intriguing one to me. And, and I think the Bombers, you know, there hasn't been a lot of changes there, but that also makes them intriguing. You know, we've always seen organizations in football that hold on too long with the stars they love. And I don't, I'm not saying the Bombers are there. I'm just saying they got a lot of guys whose ages start with three. And that, that happens fast in football, that it can start to affect you. And you, you've probably heard you know, coaches or GMs say things like, I'd rather get rid of a guy a year early than a guy a year late, which is sometimes why they part with players when fans are like, what, we're losing so-and-so? Well, the Bombers have taken the opposite approach. I mean, they keep the band together. And when you watch them the last two seasons, you can see why. But I'm, I'm intrigued to see whether 
Father Time might be creeping into uh, the dominance that they've had over the last you know, two and a half seasons. By the way, for Ticats fans, Bet Regal's Ticats watch party Friday night at the End Zone Bar and Grill, 1305 Main Street in Hamilton. Come on out and meet Sean Thomas Erlington, Dylan Wynn, Pigskin Pete, and the Ticats dance and cheer team. That's the watch party presented by Bet Regal and the Ticats on Friday night. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, written in and says, Dave Naylor, great story on Chad Kelly. What do you got on the Argos quarterback? What did you unearth, David? Well, it, it was funny. You know, we, we had a... A producer at TSN called me back in, I guess, late February and said, what would you think of trying to get Jim and Chad Kelly together and interview them together? And the first thing I didn't really know is what was their relationship? Because <laughs> Chad has, you know, tested people's patience in his life with some of the things that have, that he's done. And, and, I, and I phoned around and I heard their relationship was, was pretty good. And so we approached Chad about this and said, what would you think if we sat you and your uncle down together and, and interview guys together? And he said, Wow, no one's ever done that before. And I didn't know whether he was being sarcastic when he said it, but he wasn't. He meant no one has ever done that before. So we said, what would you think? And he, he kind of liked the idea. And we got a note back from the Argos a couple days later that said, 2 p.m., Jim Kelly's house in Orchard Park, New York, April 3rd. And that's where we showed up. And I, I didn't know what kind of Jim Kelly we were going to encounter. He said four bouts with cancer. Uh, in his own words, I lost four Super Bowls, but I kicked cancer's ass four times. And I told him that's a better game to be 4-0 in. Uh, and But he was, I mean, he was full on. He's a 100-watt light bulb. I mean, from the moment we walked in till we left four and a half hours, he was completely engaged with us. And, you know, it, it was interesting. In the piece, he actually says, you know, I would not have done this if you'd called me a couple of years ago because of where Chad was. And I think it was a big commitment for Jim to, to sit on camera and talk about both the challenges that Chad Kelly has faced in his life and the opportunities. But what Chad Kelly really told us is that you know, he grew up thinking that, hey, if I'm good at football, you know, that's that's all it's going to matter. Kind of, you know, that that was he was an all in football guy. He was four time punt, pass and kick national champion. He grew up in western New York with 12 on his chest and Kelly on his back. And that comes with a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations. And he's had a lot of times he reacted to things that were said to him, uh, you know, often not during games, but in other places where people would say things about him or his dad or his uncle and, and he would engage with them. But he, he's in, our, in his words, he says he has cleaned up the distractions in his life. The people who uh, he doesn't need to be associated with. He's done a lot of work on his own mental health uh, and, you know, it was a pretty quiet year for him as the backup quarterback in the Toronto Argonauts. He had a very clean year off the field. And I think, as Jim says, that's always been the question for Chad. No one's ever doubted his ability to make plays, read defenses, throw the football. Uh, there's a, there's a, you know, when we were doing our research on this piece, we looked at the moment that he was drafted uh, at the final pick of the draft in, in, I think it was 2015, by the Denver Broncos. And Mike Mayock, who's on the draft coverage, says very pointedly, this is a first or second round talent if it wasn't for the health and character questions. Because he had some injuries in college and, of course, you know, certainly had some, some character questions surrounding him at the time of the draft. So uh, I'm very much pulling for Chad Kelly. I'm not necessarily saying, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm an Argos fan, but I want Chad Kelly, the human being, the person to succeed in the Canadian Football League. I think it would be a win-win for him. And the league needs a star. You know, the league needs some quarterback stars, guys you don't want to miss. And Chad Kelly has that kind of ability, make no question. 
Uh, things are really, the table is set for him now. It's, it's kind of all up to him. And by the way, Craig Smith, whom you know, our director of scouting, says, I'm not an Argo fan, but I'm cheering for Kelly. Similar to what you're saying. Could be a hell of a story there. A lot of Hopefully people. Canadians pick we up and lot, pay we attention. We get a lot of people in yeah, exactly. say that, you know, who have seen the piece and know Chad's okay. story and watched him grow up and saying, hey, I'm cheering for the Argos because of Chad Kelly. Well, and there's a lot of people in South Florida following the CFL. We're all excited because CBS Sports Network, we get it. It's not much different from the ESPN deal. The streaming was great in the preseason. I'm excited about that. And there's a lot of Chris Jones guys down here, Dave. That's He introduced me to them all. And they're pulling for his guy there in Edmonton. You're smiling already. Man, I'm just riveted to see how this is going to turn out. That game Sunday night, which I'll be at at Commonwealth, it's a game of the week, man. It ain't even close in my mind. Riders at Elks. You know, I had a chance to talk to Chris yesterday, you know, just kind of a end of training camp preseason chat. You know, we were just speaking informally about you know, the way his team has come together. And I, you know, I told him I thought it was interesting. We did our top 50 CFL players show and we had two guys on the top 50 list. And I, and I should be honest, I didn't vote for either of them, but we had 25 voters. And that was Kevin Brown and Dylan Mitchell, two guys who were in the league for half a season. Now, often when we do that vote, you know, people won't vote for somebody who hasn't, you know, played a full season. And they say, okay, you know, the sample side, because it's really hard to, to, to come up with, you know, the, the players you're going to leave off your ballot, which is why neither of those guys made my ballot. But I said to Chris, I said, that's impressive. The two guys that you uncovered last year and played half a season, you know, both got on our top 50 list now it doesn't matter if they can't carry it into 2023 but you know there's that, that chris jones essentially was running a year-long training camp last year right i think we all knew what that was about and i and i think when you look at what they've put on offense particularly around taylor cornelius who is a really unique quarterback in the cfl rod like you give me the list of successful cfl quarterbacks over six foot three there i just gave it to you Go look it up. Like all the guys you think might be over six foot three, they're not. And I mean, the high water mark for you know exceptionally tall quarterbacks in the CFL might have been Quentin Porter in Hamilton about a decade ago. And I'm not sure he had a 500 record. He's also you know a, a long striding running quarterback, which we don't see very often. You know, I had somebody tell me he thought he should have been uh, a mid round pick in the NFL. You know, based on his on his arm and his ability to throw the football. So we know. Year number three is always that year where quarterbacks kind of take a great leap forward in the CFL. Uh, you know, we've got Jake Mayer going into year number three. We've got Taylor Cornelius going into year number three. And uh, look, I, I, I think this quarterback class could really be appealing by the end of the year, but there's a lot of questions to be answered about a lot of these guys who are either coming back from injuries or who haven't done it long enough to be sure, or guys who are getting their first opportunities to really run an offense, say like a Chad Kelly in Toronto. Right. Well, at some point, you need the changing of the guard. Maybe this is it. David, thank you for the time. We'll be watching as always. I appreciate you. Hey, look forward to catching up to you during, with you during the season, Rod. Thanks for having me. The CFL on TSN's David Naylor. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover. And then an hour two, Bill Lindsay. Panthers great. And our hockey analyst, Serena Taylor. We're live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. All right, we are broadcasting live from that beautiful spot, Pompano Beach, Florida. We are specifically at the Beach House. And before I jump into a sports update, producer Clark, while I still have you, Brian Enns has written in from Red Deer, and he says, Hi, guys, Game Plus channel is not working through TELUS here in Red Deer. Can you spin around and have a look at the TV screen? Are we on Game Plus right now, or are we not? Not like it changes anything. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's apparently it's a Red Deer thing. Uh, not an us thing, nor a Game Plus thing. But thank you for the information on that. A sports update before I delve back into the comments. The Winnipeg Sea Bears overcame a furious rally in target score time by the Vancouver Bandits to earn a 106-103 victory Tuesday night in Canadian Elite Basketball League play. Again, the Winnipeg Sea Bears won 106-103 over the Vancouver Bandits, and that game was in Vancouver. Meanwhile, the Vancouver Whitecaps and CF Montreal battle for Canadian soccer supremacy tonight at BC Place in Vancouver. The Whitecaps are coming for their second straight Canadian championship. The winner of tonight's game will receive the Voyagers Cup and a berth into the CONCACAF Champions League final and the Toronto Blue Jays fresh off a 5-1 win over the Houston Astros seek to continue their success tonight in the third game of a four-game series against the Texas squad righty Chris Bassett starts for the Blue Jays while the Astros counter with Ronel Blanco Toronto has won five of its last six and sits fourth in the American League East the sports update is for landmark cinemas in theaters June 23rd the flash Worlds collide in the flash when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. But when his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future, Barry becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation. And there are no superheroes to turn to. That is, unless Barry can coax a very different Batman out of retirement and res rescue an imprisoned Kryptonian albeit not the one he's looking for. Wow, that sounds amazing. The Flash in theaters June 23rd. To the 902 text line brought to you by Progressive Insurance, 902-518-3033. Bear with me. Brian in Beausager, Manitoba writes in and says, Rod, I agree with you on CJOB Winnipeg slogan, Information Superstation. It fits. However, sorry to disappoint you, it's been changed to Winnipeg's news and information leader. Meh. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I'm sure they paid some fancy consultant thousands of dollars to come up with that. No longer Manitoba's information superstation, now Winnipeg's news and information leader. And by the way, howdy to everybody watching in Winnipeg right now on Bell MTS Cable Channel 1190. 
where we are carried there in the Manitoba capital. Oh, yes. Jeff, the Stamps fan, pointing out the Iron Sheik passing away today. Oh, we're all over it. At the uh, age of 81, our crew, the world's fastest ground crew, the IKS producers, producer Clark Jordan, they were looking it up. Apparently, he does not have any other name other than the Iron Sheik. That's what his obituary says. The Iron Sheik passing at the age of 81. From Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, good information from Dave Naylor. I would love to see that interview with Chad and Jim Kelly. I'm sure uh, it'll air at some point. The CFL on TSN coverage this weekend. Last minute of play in hour one. Any signs of Bill Lindsay? Oh, boy. You might be getting a double dose of the Golden Girl to open up hour two. And her NHL hot takes. Bill Lindsay will be here. He's just not here yet. My guess is he'll come striding through the doors in the uh, next break. Leanne writes in. She says, if given the chance, Jake Dolagella, backup quarterback for Saskatchewan, is bigger than Cornelius. Big arm, too. He could be the future starter of the Riders with some time behind Harris. Hey, yeah, cool. But he's not starting now. So let's see what Trevor Harris can do. Everybody always wants to look ahead. One day at a time. But I get what she's saying. Hour two coming up after this brief pause on Game Plus and the key WQEE radio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.